Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. It's a podcast. Yeah, it is. It's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We talk about performers messing up. Yeah, that's, real bad. that's it. That's yeah. it. That was, uh, oh, that, I'm Luke Fagenbush. Oh, I'm. I thought I was Luke this week. Oh, I'm Lauren Hutton. All right, I'm Luke Fagenbush. <laughs> yeah. If, <laughs> if this is your first episode, we're sorry. This is pretty <laughs> run for the course, yeah, though. Yeah. So it's it's a good sample. You're going to be confused about our names, but you know we're confused about why we do this sometimes. So <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> we had. Uh, Jack Snodgrass. The, on the Snodfather. Show. <laughs> the Snodfather. Part two. <laughs> yeah, dude. He uh he moved here recently. He's a new kid in town. Yeah. Uh, had no idea that he hasn't been doing comedy that long. Yeah, uh, I had no idea. He was a semi-professional. He didn't like go major league, but he, uh, he was w- professional. Did get paid yeah. to do baseball. He was like, yeah, he was a baseball person. And he had like baseball stories, but they took place in Venezuela. Yeah. And then he's trying to talk about baseball and just offhand mentions how violent it was over there. I'm like, okay, I, I'm usually bored by baseball, but extra now. Talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Venezuela was like a crazy time back then. Yeah. Uh, Apparently it's in South America. Uh, yeah, <laughs> learned all sorts of things, yeah. socioeconomic and otherwise. <laughs> yeah, you guys are in for a treat and a half. Yeah, thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hell yeah. And Becca, and then I moved out because I was doing outside shows and they weren't as into that. And I'm like, oh, if this is making you guys anxious and stuff, I'll take mm. myself out of the situation. And then months later, I learned that literally the week after, Becca also moved out. Uh, and, yeah, I felt really bad Is that why you felt that. responsible to help him get all no, of his shit out I'm, of the sad I'm, apartment? No, I'm, I'm a good friend. I would have done it regardless. <laughs> I don't want to say guilt didn't play a role, but... <laughs> Man, guilt will move some couches. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but uh, every single time that I've ever helped anyone move anything, it is always guilt-driven. Yeah. <laughs> like, every single fucking time. Does altruism exist? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm being too specific. Anytime I've ever done anything for another person, yeah, it is entirely because <laughs> I just feel bad. Just a guilt you know? complex. I mean, either that or I'm, you know... Desperate for people's I'd approval and attention. Like to yeah, think yeah. A lot of my my good behavior is driven by me being like, okay, if everyone acted like this, we could all get along. If, <laughs> yeah, lead if by we example. all let people merge, it, we could get to work on time and that's true. Not fuck up the bridge again. <laughs> Are you an angry driver? Is that is that in your wheelhouse? No, no. I mean, I have definitely gotten angry driving. <laughs> I think we've all been there. But I'm very much, uh, I'm like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're like, all going to get yeah, where we're going, right? I feel like that's your general vibe. Dude. Yeah. Hey, I, who who gives a fuck, man? How you doing? Who gives? Yeah. <laughs> how are you doing? I don't give a fuck, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. doesn't, you know? I mean, I, I, I definitely, I smoke more weed and drive now. Uh, uh, that changes help. things. Yeah, It uh, does. Like, sometimes I'll catch myself doing 55 in the set, in the left-hand lane. <laughs> right, so, I think people right. get angry at me. That I used to maybe get angry at people. Oh, that's now, you're the problem. You're now, now the target of everyone's aggression yeah no that makes sense because i was i was the exact same way i was a horrendously reckless driver okay and then i i totaled a saturn 
Mm. And uh, coincidentally, that is also when I started smoking a lot okay. more weed. Okay. Uh, probably to deal with the PTSD of, you know, totaling my Saturn. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> was it like a nasty wreck? Did you get banged up at uh, all? Yeah. There were zero injuries, but it was as nasty as it could possibly be, and me be the only one involved and walk away. Uh, were you airborne? Uh, okay, not not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a I, Michael Bay movie. I, <laughs> I hydroplaned one time, oh, and I, man. like, rode up like the what do you call it the retaining wall to the that left that concrete the divider yeah oh, and I, I was like flipped around and i had a moment in the air where i'm like this could be it Dude. Like, and i was so disappointed in myself because my thought at that point was like Oh, either way, I'm probably not going to make it into work today. <laughs> <laughs> that was your dying thought? Yeah. The last thing I thought was That's about work. So, I would oh kill God. myself. How, I would how double American. die. Oh. Jesus, Lord. Just blue collar, man. I love it. I, have, have you had yeah. any nasty uh, any nasty scrapes or scares uh, out on the roads there? Dude, no. Oh, you lucky son no. of a bitch. I mean, I've been in a, someone took off my, I ran a stop sign and took off my back bumper. Oh well, I mean that's uh, that, that wasn't you. That no, was just no. the universe uh, taking a shit in your Cheerios that yeah. day. I uh, one time when I was like th- thirteen, my uncle was trying to teach me how to drive, and I ran over his fence. <laughs> so glad you didn't say yeah, foot. That would yeah, be a yeah. definitely different yeah, story. Way better. Yeah, I I I thought the car was in drive, or I thought the car was in reverse, but it was in drive. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't run. I mean, I didn't run over the fence and like you know, kill people in the neighborhood. It, right, it, right. It ended quickly. Right. The fence but went to the, the, the same position as the ground, and that was the end. That was it. Yeah. And then I blamed him. I know. <laughs> dude, dude. Of course you blame him. He's a bad teacher. Yeah, That's what yeah. that was. So the, the first car I totaled was... Oh, I've, yeah, dude. Let's was, get those stories out. It was out. A, a driving lesson on a country road in Tennessee, and I was driving my aunt's car. You were teaching your aunt to drive. Noble. Mm. Yeah. It was... And... <laughs> I was going like 45. It wasn't great. And then I had to turn somewhere. And my mom, like I drove past and my mom like freaked out. She was like, turn right, turn right, turn right. And I just skidded right, right into a pole. Oh, no. Totaled my aunt's car. Like my brother like stepped outside of it. We were all fine. And the bumper was on the ground. He just picks it up and like, well, don't need this anymore, and toss it into a ditch. <laughs> okay, great, Aaron. Very into helpful. The ravine to be forgotten about. <laughs> I love that. Just it's clean that happened. up. Nah, dude, I have horrible. I have horrible luck with fences. I'm glad you mentioned fences because mm. I did the same thing with my brother. Just flattened uh, a stranger's fence. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we were on yeah. lunch break, and we were like, we have just enough time to run to our house and make a cheese sandwich and then get back. We didn't, mm. uh, and it was wet, and we tried to go around these people, and we missed the turn and started just hydroplaning and then just slid through the parking lot of a pizzeria and then through this guy's yard and then through, like, three-fourths of his fence. <laughs> Hit it long way <laughs> and just start just pang, 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 pang. I could see that. And then we, we finally stopped by hitting his freaking electrical hub box outside. Oh, God. Right? Glad we stopped there. <laughs> I think if you tried to do as much damage as possible, you wouldn't Yeah, you do set as the much. high score. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then we were sitting there in shock, and my, I look over at my brother, and he yells the loudest F word I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and then almost like he called or summoned the homeowner, <laughs> the dude comes outside, doesn't even go all the way outside, pokes his head out the front door and just says, leave it for the law, <laughs> and then goes back inside to call the cops. Me and my brother looked at each other, and I was like, 
Yeah, we're not staying, right? Yeah. He goes, fuck that shit. And we made a giant rut in the dude's yard as we left. Mm. Total assholes. Yeah. yeah. That's How what, old were you? 20 enough. Okay. Okay, yeah. so the statute of limitations. We're probably good there. Probably. Yeah. probably. We should stop talking about it. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. You don't have a good attorney. What's the farthest you've traveled? Just in case he doesn't have a <laughs> On the off chance you're not lawyered up with the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah before i was rudely interrupted with that hilarity what's the farthest you've traveled for for performance for comedy or any performance i don't know what you do uh comedy well I, I used to play baseball oh. uh, so that there's the performance okay in, in that and i traveled to venezuela to do that so that, that, that's shit. probably i accidentally asked the best question <laughs> uh yeah that's probably the furthest i've traveled for someone else's entertainment holy um, shit dude how long did you play ball for mm, professionally yeah no, sorry it's always weird when it first comes <laughs> up i always feel like people are like you were a unicorn in the lake. <laughs> no, I can tell it was weird because when you said professionally, your eyebrow did a twitchy dance. Like you're like, yeah, which script it, do I tell? Well, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, that's this is my anxious eyebrow. This is you have I, one of those? Oh, yeah, this is where you I get a Jack it. Black dancing eyebrow yeah, when you get nervous. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, could, there's just no way to like put this in a couple sentences without sounding like because people they hear professional baseball and yeah. they're like. Oh, Oh my yeah. god! Do, do you know uh, Mark McGuire? Right, right, like, right. <laughs> Who have you been naked in a room with? Tell me everyone. Oh, I've seen a lot of penises. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, a whole lot. Hell like, yeah! More than doctors. <laughs> <laughs> That's a statement, yeah. bro. That is that is a gauntlet I mean, being thrown. I mean, so I played professionally from 2011 to 2000. 16 or 17 yeah uh i was drafted by the san francisco giants and i was in that organization for a while then briefly with the texas rangers but never in the big leagues okay triple okay. a uh, only triple a was where i kind of capped out most of my time was spent in double a though okay um but venezuela so there's countries that have these like winter fall professional leagues right that, um because they have the uh what the caribbean world series like have you ever heard of that yeah okay so that's basically uh, it's Cuba, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Venezuela. I think that's it. And so they have all these competing su- winter leagues. Right. It's summer down there when it's winter here. Right, mm-hmm. right. And it's like the big leagues for them, like for these countries. So you have the, they each have their own professional league. And at the end of it, they make like an all-star team and play in like the Olympics of the Caribbean. It's a huge deal. Yeah. I did not. I played in, just in the Venezuela league. Um but when you, but I also had to play for the Giants that spring, so the winter league could go for months into like February, and then you would have fucking you would have pissed away your entire off season playing in Venezuela, and then you had to go play a full season in America, oh which your body can't do. God, so. dude. But the one, the first year I went to Venezuela, I went three years, and the first year they ended up winning. I think they won the Caribbean World Series. I have a ring. No shit. But Holy I, shit. But I didn't. I wasn't there for any of it. I, mean, I was there for the first three <laughs> months. Three months of it. Wait, what? Well, I wasn't. I wasn't there for like the the cool like the in they they went to. I think Cuba was where the World Series was that year. But I was. Oh, I I, I, had, okay. I contributed. I was not there. I was. Not, they probably forgot I was on a team. Like, <laughs> and you were just accidentally prior. on a mailing list for the ring. Yeah. Like, hey, thanks. Uh, <laughs> the mascot got one. Someone said you're supposed to get this. Yeah. We had some extras. We but, figured you could use some. Yeah. On what, what is it like in Venezuela? Because right now. 
it's just movies for me. So I'm imagining Adobe houses and chickens all over the road. It's a lot. It's a lot like that. Oh, uh, I'm surprised. Well, <laughs> uh, it's it's weird, dude. All right, so we I was my first year was uh, 2000. Uh, what, 14, 14, 15 to 16. I was down there. Okay. Uh, and it's it's so strange because like. The f- every year I came back, they're like, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean it's getting worse? And the, the, the last time I was there, bro, I like, I pretty much, I asked to go home. because no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, well, I, I was, A, I was, I was not good at baseball <laughs> when I was there. So well, I, What I w- position did you play? I was a pitcher. Okay. And I was coming off an injury and I didn't really need to be playing, but they gotcha. were, they, the money was right. And it's Venezuela, so it is cool. Yeah, yeah. But the political turmoil had reached a point where like people were just like sprinting in the streets. And I was like, dude, this is wild. Wait, this sprinting is- in what like like thousands of people someone? just sprint you so people would like show a video, like, hey, this is what was happening in Caracas today. And it was like a protest, except they were all running at full speed. And I was like, I'm out of here, Holy bro. Holy crap. You mean like hundreds, God. maybe thousands of people just like just <laughs> running. Just running. Wait, not running. At something or from something, just running in protest. I I don't know, man. I I, I didn't. Oh my god, that's the even, that's I my favorite kind of I, protest I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> I, I didn't even. I didn't even. It's the Forrest Gump protest. It was so <laughs> it was so alarming. I was like, dude, I gotta get out of here. Like, I, I, well, I yeah, dude, you have a whole country of people acting like a, a three year old who had too much red Kool Aid. Right? Was there gunfire stuff always, on fire? Always. Oh my gosh! Jesus <laughs> Christ! What an answer! Always. So all right. So I don't know what you know about Venezuela. I don't. I'm not. Not that, much. Okay. But you know it's in bad shape. Now. now. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. No, we're it's, not cultured. Okay. Or all informed. Right. It is in horrible, <laughs> horrible. Most of what I know about Venezuela, I mistook for Mexico, and I'm like, oh, that's in ah! South. Those are two different places, nice. two different continents. I'm, I'm like Breaking Bad, right? Yes. <laughs> Where do you think Venezuela was? I, that's in Florida, you right? Up movies and actors and albums, <laughs> and, and now continents. you're fucking up the globe. <laughs> Luke Fagenbush, everyone. Hey, don't act like it was just me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we suck. Uh, <laughs> Venezuela, I think so. Hugo Chavez. What they had, like, he kept the country together. Some they, so they have a fuck ton of oil. That's okay. why yeah, okay. and so all of the big countries smell that. So they're, they're everyone's down there. Like when I was there, because when you play in those leagues, you you see only the best part. You stay in all the nicest hotels. Yeah, you're treated like royalty. We right, have armed right. guards everywhere we go. People with machine guns escorting us on and off the bus. Like, did you have a guard that you knew by name? Yeah. Like, Oh, that's not, cool not my hell. own personal. I wasn't like, "Hey, Santiago, or, or, <laughs> who are you? Where's but Jeff?" When there was, we did have a person. Like, we always had. Yeah, we did have personal guards, and we called one guy Freddy because he looked like Freddy Krueger. Wow, yeah, that's and, dope. and he like you would talk to him, and it's just like you would. He was always making jokes, but you like you didn't want him to tell you the truth because like <laughs> yeah. whatever he had seen. Yeah, because like, dude, like violence down there is like so accepted like it's yeah. it, like people come in just like with you're eating in a deli not that they have delis but the equivalent of it'll come in with like ak-47s and like all right everybody <laughs> empty your bags empty your bags right Did that actually, happen to you not me but okay. people i knew yeah holy um, crap but no dude. so basically hugo chavez i think dies and then basically the there's a vacuum for power and i i, I maduro took over and uh, they're like a socialist country but and I know like Russia and China are in there kind of like 
they got their hands in it. Yeah. We got our hands it's in oil. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're down there too. Like, uh, that's why baseball is popular in Venezuela because you're um, going to have to connect those dots for me. <laughs> baseball in Venezuela? Because <laughs> you win oil, big countries, baseball. How does all right, that, all right, all right. those so, things connect? All right. So I think from what I understand, the, the world finds out Venezuela is oil rich, right? And everyone's oh, down there. Okay. They they want to be cool and friendly with Venezuela, so everyone's down there, basically westernizing Venezuela. Oh, in the so they're like, we'll, 50s, pay, we'll 60s play and baseball 70s. in your country, yeah. and also ah. play baseball it, as far as and it took off. Oil. And it doesn't make sense because like there's no baseball in Brazil, there's no baseball in uh, Colombia, really. But they they border Venezuela, so yeah. it's like why? And it's because of the oil, I think, and. Uh, yeah, so I think we got it. It's weird because all of the architecture looks like it's from the '60s and it's never been renovated. It's like it's like oh, this place used to be cool, but Whoa, it just wow. it's like a it's like a it's like a blast from the past. Yeah, it's like a time capsule. Jeez, it's rec- it's, it's recognizable, but it's so dude. It's such a strange country. It's it's beautiful. Like it shouldn't be as shitty as it is because yeah. they have rainforests and mountains and jungles and the beaches and mountains and like it and oil like they should be thriving but yeah. i think they just it's just so this entire country is like in shambles on the edge and they're like pretending it's not so they can play baseball i <laughs> uh, more or less yeah yeah, yeah no i well because like they uh it was crazy to see like the inflation because like when you first get down there you hear about like all right so they're just going to give you like basically a um your per diem they'll basically just give you like a suitcase full of cash and like, all right, this is your spending money. And it's just like the, their currency got so worthless, like from year one to year three, like the cost of a, uh, of lunch would be like 20. Um, yeah. What's um, the currency? Belize. Belize. Okay. Yeah. It's like 20 Belize. And then, Three years later, it was like 500 Belize. So it was what? Like, it was insane. So you have to go shopping with like a briefcase of stacks. Yeah, of- it was so weird to see. And they they had the first they had rations like they you couldn't um, like if you went to the pharmacy you could only buy so much stuff. And they had a way to make sure like oh you were here two weeks ago you can't be buying this because you already bought what you needed. Yeah, you already got 12 Tylenol. Yeah. What do you yeah. want from us? What's How bad you? is your headache? So it's so weird. It's so weird. It, it, like, I don't know. I would say there's probably no middle class because it, it like, all right, so the guy, the Maglio Ordonez, you play, do you know anything about baseball? I know nothing okay. about anything. Nope. Maglio Ordonez was a huge major league baseball guy. He's from Venezuela. Okay. He owned the team I played for and he was the mayor of the city. That what I, that we lived. That's in. how important baseball was. Is well, that they're the big? only people who. It's like it's a you're either you're famous or you're in the like military. Those are the only oh. way you have any power. agency or yeah. yeah. Holy crap! It's crazy, but amazing, but like that's wild. wild. Yeah, I would I would never like put that together as a fiction to even like think that that would be a thing. Right, and he's recanting his like time there what's so wild to me is you keep forgetting just the weirdest part is like oh yeah i went to venezuela oh of course i got a briefcase full of money and everyone had guns (laughs) yeah yeah no it it keeps it's 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 so strange when you're down you're like oh like you get used to it so quickly yeah you're like oh this is normal just a guy with a machine gun yeah sitting next to me 
everyone in the stands is screaming. It's there's a fight in the stands. Like the 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 fans were amazing, like way better than American fans. Really? Yeah, they were because that's all they got, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you were the Coliseum yeah, for the ser- Romans. Seriously, that's, Dude. we were keeping the community together. Holy like, hey shit. guys, uh, we got baseball tonight. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. kill yourselves <laughs> <laughs> or each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it did get sad because by year three, there was the attendance was lower and lower and lower oh, just because. Man. Well, I would imagine that people just didn't have money. Or to, died. Or, yeah, or, <laughs> or they just or got they expired. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, One of those running streets protests, a couple of them just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to be there anymore. You know, the further we run, it's just getting nicer yeah. and nicer. <laughs> we feel, should keep going and then uh, stop and live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, when should we stop running? Wait till they start saying A a lot. Just keep going until they're super nice and super sore. It's <laughs> just like chinchillas off a mountainside. <laughs> what's one? What's the craziest story that you heard while you were there? Mm. Or the craziest thing that happened to you personally? I don't know. Uh, all right, this is a crazy one. Uh, so, all right, so there the corruption is insane yeah like it's obviously like yeah. we like we talk about like our government being corrupt or something like that it's not like it's not even close yeah yeah like we don't we really it doesn't really we don't see it like we see it on tv like we're watching um uh what was the show with uh, kevin spacey oh like we're watching house, house of cards house of cards yeah. yeah that's when we watch our politics yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it never really affects us except for like on our phones or some shit but all right, so there is obviously corruption. There's a power struggle between like the people who are who have money, mm-hmm. um, and they got it through Major League Baseball or drugs or whatever. Then the government that's like they're basically fighting for power yeah. more or less. Okay. Um, so we were getting in a van, not the bus. But it was a home game. Uh, going back to the hotel from the stadium, and uh, the cops try to pull us over. Now there's probably like eight guys. Yeah, in our in this van, um, maybe a couple gringos, which is people like me, not from Venezuela, on the team. Yeah, they hire, they basically, like you. yeah, they hire us for, as like mercenaries to to play on their team because yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. only get like ten a slots like ten guys out of the country. So, and we're obviously just we're not even on the team basically mm. because we're just the the white guys who don't speak Spanish. Right. I mean, they, they'll hang with you, but not really. There's yeah. all, but some of them do. Anyway, there's a couple a couple Venezuelan guys on the bus too. And uh, the cops come, and the Venezuelan guys take out their guns in the, on the van. And I'm like, well, no, dude, what is happening? The, guy, the game just ended. I'm hungry. Like, what? <laughs> what? I, I noticed that you said the cops tried to stop you. Yeah, the, cops, the cops try to stop us. <laughs> the guys pull out their guns, and they tell the driver, they're like, do not stop. Do Jesus. whatever you do. Do not stop. And then we just kind of sped home to the hotel i'm like i like i don't even know what happened i'm just <laughs> listening to music I'm like, I'm like is there a problem dude but the, this is very sad this is very sad so okay. that guy who was like telling everyone to not pull out their or <laughs> to not pull over like two years later was more or less murdered uh by what? banditos because they put this is crazy this is some wily coyote shit uh, this lets you know what it's like. They put a boulder in the road, and he ran his car into it. And they they the the crash killed him, and they just they robbed everything in the car. 
that. Yeah. They that's put a like, boulder in the road. Yeah. I need more. That's it. it was, was it nighttime? Simple. Do they nighttime. not have headlights in Venezuela? You know, I don't know. I mean, if you're well, the thing is, is that there's no from a helicopter. There's no like uh, quality control. So like the roads are shitty. Uh, If you want to go a thousand miles per hour, you can. Like so, it's just like you're just they're just ripping down the road. And if you're going a hundred on a mountain road, right? And there's a boulder there, you won't see it until. I I feel like they may have tried to evade it. We really overthink this assassination thing. We make it too complicated. Sometimes all you need is <laughs> just a, a boulder, boulder in the road. <laughs> like a big slingshot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you hear about that World War One thing where they have a bomb and guns and oh, whatever. Like, Why do no. we even have sniper yeah. school? Like when when this can be a successful means of taking a person out. Big boulder? You just need a booby trap. Me? Yeah, just exactly. A, <laughs> Not even a booby trap. It's a rock. Yeah. Like, you left a rock in an inopportune place. It's oh. all that happened. Oh my god, dude! Like that's that's like the kind of shit that you would hear about being fabricated on Breaking Bad, and you're like, yep. well, that's so far in the hyperbolic. That have made it, it out of the writing room. Right, there would have right. been like a boulder in the. What are you smoking? Get yeah. the fuck out! No one would do that. Yeah. Right? Who climbs out of the boulder? What's the twist? <laughs> Which is probably what the banditos thought. They're like, no one's gonna see this. It's so bad of an idea yeah. that no one can even. Even figure out that this could be a potential threat. What's the murder weapon? Whose prints are on it? Every hiker that's ever yeah. been this way, tight. Carbon dated think from you a could million even years ago. Like, charge someone with a crime, littering, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be something. He killed himself. He drove into our boulder. Sorry, yeah. we left it there for so long. Yeah, we couldn't move it. We got tired, so we just left it there. Yeah. <laughs> Next time we'll put up a yeah. sign. Yeah. <laughs> we were leaving it there for pickup. Free bird seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. So, like, did you start doing stand-up before baseball, or mm-hmm. did you transition out of baseball and then into stand-up? Uh, it was baseball and then uh, probably, like, two years of just nothing. Not nothing. I mean, I had a job. I was alive. I, yeah. was, I was married. <laughs> I, uh, so, what made you quit baseball? Uh, I was hurt, and I sucked. I didn't suck, but, like, I was I was hurt. And yeah. uh, also, just kind of, it's a very war of attrition, like, you in minor league baseball, you make no money. Everyone, like everyone, I, when I say I play professional baseball, people are like, "Oh man, so you're like, you're like yeah. rich, aren't you? Like you're like super rich." All that means is you got paid. It doesn't yeah. mean you got yeah. paid a lot. Yeah, like the we got paid nothing. Like, like we're a, professional comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a, very yeah on on a two very year old similar technicality. Very yeah. The fact that you get paid makes you professional, I guess. Yeah. But we made no money, so it's just like, um, it was just like I'm getting older. I'm married. I'm more committed to my wife than I am to baseball because I didn't yeah. really love baseball. I was just good at it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I did love parts of it, but only the good parts. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. having to go overseas and almost get shot. Yeah, <laughs> that was great though. That was, that, <laughs> those was, were the good parts. Yeah, those, yeah. that was the best part. Now, I just uh, it was just a matter of like we were. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any. I, I didn't really see a good reason to keep going. Like I, I basically needed to take. I needed to get healthy and take like another year off to kind of like rework some stuff. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, I would have been like twenty nine or thirty, and it's just like, dude, no, the game, the game's gonna pass you by. Yeah. And I didn't have some, I didn't have a reason. Like if I had gotten to the big leagues, it's like already, then I would have a little bit more reason to do it. But it's like, right. But I, I was like, I still had to just break that threshold and then prove I could stay there. And it's like that's gonna take so much effort yeah. and energy. I was like, I don't want to do that. So you <laughs> saw that horrific uphill climb, mm. and then. 
you did two years of figuring stuff out and then decided to start comedy, one of yeah. the most uphill climbs you <laughs> yeah, can ever embark on. But it's fun. And Not, it also yeah. doesn't wear your body down, just your mind. That's true. Yeah, yeah there's no Soul. physical pain. All the, all the pain is emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure what made me start other than the fact that I wanted to. I just remember, I started in 2018 and I was like, I'm going to start staying up at some point this year. And yeah. I was like, I'll do it for, I'm committed for at least a couple months. Like, I, I want to give this a real try. I was yeah. like, I was like, it's going to be rough at first, but I think I, I want to do it. Like, cause I, I always try to do something creative. I just didn't know what at all. Like yeah. I, I had a podcast. I had, I tried to do graphic design, which I am not qualified <laughs> to do. I am not. It was just something I thought I could do. I try to write scripts, all this bullshit. And but, I have paper. I've seen movies. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. So, I, but stand up has been, um, I don't know, the best outlet. I feel like for yeah. me, and it's, and it's dude, it's so much fun. Like when it's yeah. good, it's when, fun. when it's good, when it's good. Sometimes when it's bad, it's fun. Too. Yeah, I mean, even but, the bad nights, yeah. are, you can look back and laugh at them. Whereas, like, I feel like if I had a bad game in baseball, I'd be sour about it for a week. Yeah. You know, but stand up, you you if you bomb, you can just laugh at yourself, or you should yeah. be, you should laugh at yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just go to another show. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, get to, you get to rinse it off. Yeah, immediately exactly. with another bad set. <laughs> <laughs> you got to desensitize yourself to that yeah. boiling water. Yeah. That's, that's what you got to do. Yeah. But something, I'm sure you were a great athlete. Mm. But something that you, uh, <laughs> I was, I was, not, I was not a great athlete. But, but as far as comedians, most comedians don't start out with that kind of life experience. It's definitely, uh, I feel like it's definitely helped. Yeah. Uh, just because I know how I have had so many failures and like I've had success along the way too. So like I know what it's like to kind of. If you have a bad set, like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. If you have a good set, hey, it's also not that big of a deal, bro. <laughs> exactly. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. yeah, nobody talks about that other side where it's like, good job, but calm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which you should because yeah. it's it, either way you're going you you're you're going too far in the in the the shittiness of your bad set or too deep in the goodness of your good yeah. set and like. You, I feel like as a comic, bro, you can't lose that. You have to stay in the middle. Yeah. You can't think you're too bad or too Be good. Be realistic. Just yeah. yeah. Yeah, but baseball definitely helped just because, um, I don't know. I mean, you just learn to work so hard, put so much yeah. time into it. So it's like, oh, I, do, I can write, a, I can listen to this set. It's not that big. It's not going to ruin my day or anything like that. So, But really just that, the exposure. Because in baseball, dude, I feel like part of the reason why I kind of came up short was because I, I kind of stopped trying to get better like i got i was like i'm good enough to be in the big league so i'm just gonna try to stay healthy and available whereas i should have been tinkering more yeah always and improving. always improving but i was like i i was like i'm good now i'm healthy now i can do this now because i did have good years in the minor leagues where i thought i but i played for the giants and they were winning a world series every other year yeah. so they didn't need me they they had the best people on the planet like and i was yeah. i was i would have been a marginal big leaguer i think i, I wasn't the game wasn't denied anything by me not being right, right. You know, and people are like, God, you were robbed of this big time career, man. Like, it's not like that. I would have just been up there for a little bit, but yeah, I, I, comedy helped. Just because, I think I'm just accustomed to like the heartbreak, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I have a good heartbreak muscle. I think. <laughs> yeah, you don't give a shit. Yeah, that's, that's the most important thing. In yeah, comedy. truly, truly. So, and so now I, I, I go up open mics and I'm happy to bomb I mean, I mean i i it hurts my feelings because it's like oh man <laughs> yeah. I, 
I thought so much about what I was going to say. Yeah, right. But at the same time, like, who cares? Like, I would much rather go down swinging trying something new because in baseball I didn't. Right. And You've already learned that lesson. Yeah. And that's what's propelled you And, and, and I'm older in comedy. It's like, hey, man, I, don't ha- I got to go. Like, I don't have time mm-hmm. to just yeah, sit right? on this this five minutes that I made when I first started. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like, I do. We got to. There's jumps to be made. We got, we got to keep evolving here because no one, you don't get good at at comedy till you're like uh, you had to be doing it for like 20 years yeah right yeah. you know <laughs> mm. uh you know eventually we'll all get there yeah or we'll you just die. can't quit every, yeah you just can't quit. every single one of us will get famous that's what you learn that's how that's, one, yeah 100 percent. if conversion you don't rate. stop <laughs> <laughs> what would what would make you feel accomplished and like what what are your main goals with comedy because i mean it's it's a weird road it's a weird path to start walking down just like you know i'm gonna yell my ideas at strangers Mm -hmm. and and hope they like me enough to laugh uh what what do you hope is the end game dude i don't know hell yeah Yeah. i i i I have no idea i and i like i think part of me is because in baseball that this is what i learned in baseball i would have expectations like if I do this, 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 I'll be here. If right. or maybe you see I, you, in baseball, you like, you just you can tell yourself a story to where you feel like, um, I don't know, you can kind of get detached from reality a little bit because you think you're better than what you are or whatnot. But like, and, and so I feel like I spent a lot of time thinking about things how they should have been better when I was playing, and now I'm like, I, I like I, I obviously there's echelons of comedy that we all want to get to, but like how just because you wrote wrote it down in a notebook. I don't know. I feel like to me, I'm so much more process oriented, like yeah. right now, because I'm still I hadn't been that long. I've been doing it, so like I just, I'm just trying to get on as much as I can right now. And like I, I think my mindset is like, dude, I'm just going to grind my dick off for the next five years, yeah. and then just see what happens. Like I'm, I'm going to commit to, to getting up, to driving to towns I don't want to drive to, uh, and writing jokes and listening to sets and just, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. And I'm not gonna. I'm not going to be pro proactive with e- emailing bookers. I was like, it's they're either going to they're either going to see me and be like, he's funny. Can we? Are you available in two months? Yeah. Or yeah. nothing. Like, I just feel like in in baseball, I feel like I don't know. I I, I there was times in baseball I advocated for myself and kind of like fought and kind of like would make my case to decision makers. And if they don't want you to be involved you that's it like you can yeah right I just feel like yeah. if it, it you felt, almost like cancel your chances if they dis- change their mind about you right by like reaching out right at so, least i feel sometimes so like. i would much rather just try to get really good and then once i feel like i have something i can show then maybe i would be more proactive with it but yeah. in terms of like goal i don't know man i mean like the idea of having a special and all that shit, that seems cool but like dude that seems like the idea of that's that so we're we're in part A that's part C I have no idea what part B is yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I like mean, I said we're all gonna get famous but honestly like making a living off of it I would be satisfied absolutely with that. Yeah. Right. absolutely yeah right. just yeah. let me pay my bills and be semi comfortable doing something that I'm actually passionate yeah. about I, th- I would say that's probably yeah. the goal is to be yeah. making a living and. That can be a lot of things. Jerry right. Seinfeld is technically making a living off of comedy, but then so is you know the regional headliner that you that right. you, yeah that right you imagine you know? Jerry living is very very different yes. than the Gabe <laughs> Kia living. Yeah, you know maybe not. I mean? One has half a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, no, dude. That's that's probably the most healthy mindset. Do you, you guys? Do you guys feel like have. you have goals? It's the same thing, man. Yeah. I just want to quit my fucking job. Yeah, that's yeah. it, dude. I would. I, and honestly, it has less to do with comedy and more to do with I don't like working for someone else. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel that, bro. But the issue is that like nothing motivates me to work for myself other yeah. than making shit that makes people laugh. Yeah. So like that. That's the the formula and the framework for me. I want to quit my job. I want to be able to do entertainment as my job. But like, I, like you said, I have no idea what B is. If C is the end game, and that's like being able to support yourself mm -hmm. and be comfortable, what is that middle part? Yeah. And how uncomfortable will it be? <laughs> yeah. I Jesus have Christ. Like short term year, a short term year goal, which isn't like me at all. I I was just talking to someone who's better about being motivated. And I'm like, you need an end of the year goal, and I'm like, all right, I guess. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. To end this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to stop talking to you. <laughs> but, uh, Twenty clean minutes. That's my end of the year goal. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a very that's a very respectable. Yeah, and goal. it's attainable. Yeah. Yes. Totally I mean, attainable. I don't know. I keep writing dick jokes, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, man, you just keep writing them and just keep writing them, and eventually you're gonna write one that is so clean that someone could eat uh, food off of that dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cleanest dick joke I've ever Can heard. you write a clean dick joke? Can you write a dick joke that my mom will laugh at, Luke? That's That should be your goal. Fuck 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. I want you to come up with one dick Scrap joke. Scrap it. it. <laughs> yeah. A clean dick joke that Lauren's mom will laugh at. <laughs> you know what? You give her two Mountain Dews, she'll laugh at anything. Okay. Oh, well. Goal done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's 2022 looking like? Yeah. So now that we're done that's funny you just have more time to get that 20 minutes that's all it is yeah yeah how 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 are you on that goal let's check in friend 20 new minutes or? uh just to have 20 minutes mm. clean that i could perform and i maybe halfway there maybe i'd hell have yeah. to like time it out hell yeah dude it's not all like the strongest stuff but yeah i mean a lot of times uh Clean stuff isn't the strongest stuff unless it's you're funny. real good at yeah. it. Yeah, a really good clean joke is, is like a it's like a diamond. Yeah, you know? dude. Because it it uh, I mean a really really good clean joke that literally just grabs everybody and and there's no room for anyone to be offended. Yeah, polish that puppy. Yeah, po make it an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding that's so me? True. It's so Holy goddamn shit. boring though. Like, it's like, I know. It's, nobody's anxious about this. <laughs> I need somebody sweating. It's like, but. <laughs> who, who fucking cares about blenders and airplane food? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's hard to it's hard to do a clean joke without sounding like you're from the you know eighties or something. Like, I think hey. the easiest way to shortcut yourself to writing more clean material mm. is to have kids. Mm. Because that's that's, that's the one a, ticket that everybody can get in on, and there's so much depth there because every single kid is different. Imagine how weird you are. Yeah. Imagine a little snod. Wait, you don't already have kids, do you? Mm -mm. Should have asked that first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that kid will be strange. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I, I'm. We're so used to seeing comics going up there. Hey, so I got a wife, Tim Cans. It's like, dude. And my kids are the best, and they're the funniest kids ever. Yeah. Oh hell no! And they I do would not the be darndest that things. Fuck that noise. But you can make it doing that though. You could. Do, oh, absolutely. You could be a professional comic where that is the only money you, you make. You can do four nights a week in Vegas doing that yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Or you could be Carrot Top doing whatever he does. Whatever he does. <laughs> That's technically clean, I guess. It's yeah, dude. Prop he's, comedy. He's very clean, unless the glue runs. Uh, no, I, get, <laughs> I get real desperate at the end of 2021. I'm like, I guess I'm a prop comic yeah. now. <laughs> at least for these eight minutes. I mean, if you, started, if you brought a prop up there and started killing, it would be hard not to be a prop guy. You'd get one taste hey, of it. It'd be hard to yeah. be a prop guy and not hate myself. That is yeah. true. <laughs> I don't ha- necessarily have anything against it. I just, it doesn't feel like me. I, I want to yeah. wear a hoodie and jeans up there, and yeah. th- the main thing to be what I write. <laughs> yeah, you're a wordsmith. That's that's your gambit. There, there are other folks out there, like the Stone Schneiders of the world, that will keep pennies in their face for yeah. a and whole build set. build a puppet for a year. Right, exactly. Yeah. What? You? Oh, I forget you're <laughs> new in town. Yeah. You don't know Stone. <laughs> Holy I've, I've seen him. He is hands down my favorite human being in okay. existence. Um, sorry, Luke, but he—I <laughs> wasn't worried about it. <laughs> He's uh, he. His... Also, you have a girlfriend, like. <laughs> oh no, she's an angel. See how I saved myself there? But stone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but stone. Stone is still just a human. Is God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, you want to talk about the type of person that? Just like how how do you function on yeah, like a day to day basis? How did you even get here? Because uh, like his brain is so atypical. I've known him since we were teenagers. Okay. And like watching his development as like 